0: Clock at 5. Pass is intercepted. Says a prayer. Stop it. Oh, please. <laughs> what a catch. That's insane. That's insane. That's insane. The game's final play is a Wilson lock to the end zone.
1: Are in it. Well, it's not over.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's over.
1: No, it's going to be over at approximately the Super 10 p.m. on Listen, Sunday. The Super
2: Bowl never really feels like a football game to me.
1: What does that mean?
2: I mean, it's 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 such an event that it's really. I mean, I think not it's the, supposed to be an event. Yeah, but I'm just saying that it's. I was. I had a, a chuckle to myself this morning when I got out of the car at 5:30 a.m. at work, and I was like, you know, people are always like, "This That's a
1: weird sentence." Shut up! I liked it, but I feel like I had a chuckle this morning when I got up at five thirty a.m. at work. Different strokes. <laughs> um, it's gonna be a good episode.
2: But I got out of the car and I thought to myself, you know how people always say, "This is our Super Bowl. This is your Super Bowl, or this is the Super Bowl to us." And it's about like everything else. Yeah, the Super Bowl for us is the actual Super Bowl.
1: And <laughs> but you, you, know you know feel what I mean? like, and that's not exciting to you? No, it's no.
2: I no. I think that, no. This is a different point. This is. not back to I'm making a new point.
1: Oh. Yeah this is So new, you didn't finish your one point. No, this is a new paragraph. Uh
2: and I just thought it was I, I chuckled to myself hit the tab, because people are people are always like uh like opening opening or closing night of their show. They're like, this is your our Super Bowl and I'm like, the Super Bowl is our Super Bowl <laughs>
1: Yes, it is. But yeah. And with so. that, welcome to Simultaneous Catch our Super Bowl episode. Super Bowl 53. I thought it was 4. No, so now, shoot. well, I just want to restart the episode. No. no we're starting all. No, time. I'm pretty sure it is 53. I think you're right. I think I'm right. I think you're, you are correct. But we're going to
2: find out. Anyway,
1: I feel like we just lost all validity of us doing a football podcast when we didn't know which <laughs> Super Bowl it was. Like our but listeners hey, don't care about us anymore. If you stuck with us this time thank you. Yep. My name is Josh Lapping. I'm Adam
2: Jeffrey Rossi,
1: and this, this is, is called filler as we try to figure out well, what Super Bowl it is.
2: Uh, it would have been perfect timing if you would have said in this and waited because it is Super Bowl Fifty Three, and I have
1: All right, so Super Bowl 53, this entire Mm -hmm. episode is dedicated to the big game on Sunday. We're going to put all of our other thoughts out the window and talk about it later on down the road, because this episode is just this game. Most of them, I guess I shouldn't do my rave about Baker. No, you're right. See, I told you earlier today. (laughs) That's exactly what I said. It's a funny video, though. Yeah, well, we can talk about it next week. All right, fine. Next week. It'll still be funny. uh, But anyway,
2: that's a nice... (laughs)
1: I mean, it's, it's, the internet has a way of doing that. You don't care about I any of it. those funny things. It'll still be funny. You remember like 10 years ago when like Shoes, that video was really okay, funny, but all, people don't care about I that anymore. I will never forget
2: that and I will always care about
1: it. Yeah, but people don't. So anyways. Whatever. <laughs> just saying that. It wasn't against you. I'm just saying that the internet has a <laughs> way of not thinking things are funny We've later killed in the future. our national
2: intentions, span. That's for sure. But um, okay. it, was a nice, it was a nice segue. Now here we are, not even close to the segue anymore. But you're talking about next week. Uh we have three more episodes until our season finale of, of season one of Simultaneous Catch. Yeah. Uh, we, we decided we're going to end it right before the new league year on our cruise that we're going on. February 24th to the second, right? First. To the first. Okay, so first, March 1st is the start of the new league year and we're going to film our, record our 25th episode on vacation on the cruise and... It's going
1: to be pretty B.A.
2: Yeah, it'll be our season finale and next, next week we'll do a... Sort of an off-season preview, and then the following week we're gonna do an episode where we dig up old clips from past simultaneous
1: from, catch from this year, and uh, discuss
2: maybe even the a clip crazy or
1: two, things that we said. Maybe
2: even a clip or two from our barren days, just to.
1: I'm really excited for that.
2: That'll be fun. That's
1: more on. That's I. I'll be responsible for like. Simultaneous catch 2.0.
2: Okay. You're
1: responsible cuz I don't have I don't have good. any of that stuff. Oh, I'll find good stuff. I don't have any of that. But stuff. uh cuz so we were a lot crazier back then.
2: Yeah, we were we used to yell at each other a lot. If, if any of you are listeners from Carry that have carried over, I don't think there are many. Probably but, not. But uh we used to go at it, and that's why I want to hear it so bad.
1: Because over the mm-hmm. summer, before I'm pretty sure it was the summer, it's either summer or late spring. Right. You came home, yeah, and we really started talking about this. We, did we listen pulled to up it at like 15 minutes or so, and we were like, "Hey, we're pretty good at this," and then we were, like, "Let's do it again," yeah. and, and whatnot. Um, so I'm, I want to hear it, but yeah, we'll
2: find that'll be two episodes from from now, and then our final season finale, episode 25. Will be what will it be? Did we not say what it was gonna be? What was on yeah. in the episode? Yeah, I don't know. I don't. Th- we haven't decided what it's gonna be yet. But we'll, we'll, we'll probably, knowing me, we'll figure it out. I'll come up with some vacation puns to talk about football. Okay. But but that'll be our season finale of season one, and then we'll start up season two within the first week or two of free agency of the new league year. So
1: yeah. have a tiny bit of time off, but not too much. Yeah, not too and much. Uh, We'll get right back love. into it. So I'm excited for the offseason. Yeah. The off season's when I really do my thing. That's true. So you do
2: you do get really excited for the offseason.
1: I get to play GM. And I love and I love the
2: offseason too, but I just I'm gonna miss football.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's where I wish we had uh, video because you see my look into the distance. Yeah, it was very stoic. But anyway, Super Bowl 53 Ooh. this Sunday. Rams versus Patriots. The Patriots are the away team. They're wearing white.
1: All right. Usually that's paid off for them. That,
2: I was going to say. Uh, and we'll get to Super Bowl predictions later, but I will That'll say. will be the
1: last. We, we cannot, cannot say we who we think will be the winner until the very end. But I
2: will say this. In the last 10 Super Bowls, the only time I have ever gotten my Super Bowl pick wrong has been when the Patriots played.
1: So, like, most of
2: the time. <laughs> I didn't say it I didn't deny that I'm just saying but but I will also say that I, like in the last 10 years one of the Giants games if not both of them and I got and I did pick the Giants in those ones so Ooh. I've never picked the Patriots to win the Super Bowl but
1: we'll see what happens later today. so wouldn't that make you right if you so
2: well that's what I'm saying is that like the only times I've ever gotten it wrong is when the Patriots were in the Super Bowl and I picked against them and they won Oh. Any other time, if they lost, I got the pick right, and any other games, I've gotten right.
1: That makes it sound like you're going to pick against them. We'll see what happens. I guess we'll find out within uh, about an hour or so. First topic. We talked about this at
2: work. You were very excited about this segment. I and do want to do this. It's, I think this... What, what does this mean for? And you, I guess your segment, so why don't you explain
1: it? Yeah, there are obviously the Super Bowl, uh, whether or not you're excited for it, whether or not you don't even want to watch it. Uh, Because it's the same old thing, in in a way, whether or not you don't care about sports. The Super Bowl always has a way of catapulting certain players into maybe bigger atmospheres than they were before. It can make people superstars, uh, it can catapult gigantic contracts into free agency. Absolutely. And so I want to talk about some key things and maybe some lesser known pieces, Uh what it will mean for them if X, Y, and Z happens. Right. So um, I don't really know what you have planned on the docket for the rest of the show. So maybe some of this overlapped. I'm not totally sure, but Uh let's just start with the quarterbacks, okay? Yeah. Let's start with what happens to Tom Brady. What if Tom Brady wins the Super Bowl? So... Unfortunately, for
2: non-fans of Tom Brady, he has already said there's a 0% chance, no matter what the outcome of the game is, that he will retire.
1: He has said that. He has
2: said that. So, initially, my answer would have been like, he retires. But he said no. So, honestly... I feel like there
1: is wiggle room for that, honestly. Maybe a little I bit. Do.
2: But, well, see, here's the thing about Tom. Tom said, and he said this. he said this all week... He set a goal for himself when he started his career that 45 was when he was going to retire. And wow. I feel like when Tom Brady sets a goal, he gets to it. Okay. So for me, he's going to play until he's 45, and I've just come to terms with that. But on, honestly, <laughs> aside, on a side note, before I answer this question, I will say this. I am not the Bills fan. I will be happy when he retires. I will be. But I am not the type of Bills fan that wants him to leave sooner rather than later so that we can win. I want to beat Tom Brady on our way to victory. Okay. You know what I mean? I'm that kind of fan. But regardless, honestly, I think it does nothing. I don't think it changes anything at all.
1: If he wins. Yep. If he
2: wins, it's like, okay, he just won another one. It's the best of, greatest of all time. Okay. Uh, And we'll talk about this later because we have a segment we're going to talk about is Tom Brady the Loat instead of the goat, which is the luckiest of all time. Okay. Because he's certainly been very lucky in his career, but I honestly don't think it does anything. I mean, I don't think it really, I don't want to say it doesn't mean anything because it's another Super Bowl. It's, it'd be six. I mean, what does it mean for you? He's going to put a ring on his other hand now.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I mean. It's just logistical. You're right. I what, feel what like. What more can he do? There, whether or not you agree or not, okay. there, are, there still are people who debate whether he truly is the greatest of all time. Well, I mean, I don't think he's the
2: greatest of all time,
1: but. Okay. Well, I feel like if he wins, there is no argument. Okay. I feel like it definitely, it sments that, done, sealed away. But I mean,
2: I feel like you are such a, I feel, we and we talk about this, I feel like you are such a person who looks at the circumstances and all of that when you're taking that into account. And sure, he, he will have won six Super Bowls, but look at all the ways he won all six of them. And, and look at other quarterbacks who never had anywhere near what Tom Brady has had throughout his career. You know what I mean? Doesn't that, doesn't that,
1: I know what you're saying, and yes, I, I do agree. But in a way, I feel like you can spin that yeah. and make that into an argument of why it's even better. Sure, you can talk okay. about the first few early 2000 Super Bowls being the defense led them there, okay. and like that was the yeah. Bill Belichick defense that helped uh, uh, Adam Vinatieri kicking those field goals to right. win the game. Sure, right. and whatnot. And then you had the years of Tom Brady being the All Pro. Right. unstoppable quarterback yeah. and now you said it last week and if they do win this game it's going to be because of that gigantic football iq and him playing to the strengths of the team and it's not only him you've you've nailed it on the head a few times about it how josh mcdaniels is so vital and important Absolutely. for scheming those up to play to tom brady's strengths right. even if they're not what they once were right but i think the different ways he's done it only continues to cement how he's the greatest. He hasn't that's done it point. one way. I think There's that's a good, Numerous ways. I think that's
2: a great point that nobody will make. In, not nobody, but most people won't make. Yeah. And that's the point that always gets me to pause and think again. Yeah. Because if everybody's just saying, oh, he's the best because he dominated and he won six. I'm like, stop, <laughs> okay? But you, but that's a great point is that he's won it in almost every way possible, and that is the mark of a great player yeah. and a great quarterback. In a Hall of Famer, obviously. If there's ever the... If ever there were a biggest duh on a Hall <laughs> of Fame induction, it would be Tom Brady. Like, Tom Brady's inducted to the Hall of Fame. Everybody goes, and? Uh, but, I don't know. I just... look. If you look... If you look at the Super Bowls he's won and the ones he's lost, the ones that Tom Brady has won, it's because the defense did something. Right. Or the other players did something. And the one that he's... The one that he's lost... The, the couple that he's lost have been. He played lights out, and it wasn't enough. True, you know what I mean. Like
0: well, they beat
2: Seattle because Malcolm Butler had the amazing play on the one yard line. They yeah. probably lose that game. the The most impressive. All right, the most impressive of his five Super Bowl wins. Can you guess which one? I would say
1: of his Super Bowl wins. Yes,
2: yeah. the the one that the one that makes me go, okay, that's the greatest of all time.
1: I feel like it has to be
2: Atlanta. Atlanta. That's the that's the only win that I have seen Tom Brady and been and thought to myself. That's the greatest quarterback of all time. The rest of them, it's oh, your run game was great, and your, or your defense made a play at the end. But that game really showed Tom Brady did it. And even though, even though it's a huge collapse, a, a monumental collapse, there were still moments in that game where it could have, where, where it could have went, you know, totally out of reach. Yeah. Near the, especially at the end. In the NFL, it is not very difficult to make a comeback. It is supremely difficult to complete a comeback. okay, Because especially, in in, in a lot of sports in general, because even basketball as well, when you get a huge lead, it is very easy to sort of sneak your way back into a football game because the other team's not playing as hard and resting on their laurels a little bit and you start to go tempo and get things quick and all that jazz. But it is so difficult once you really get to that point where we're within striking distance or we just took the lead back, now we need to secure it. Yeah, it is so monumentally difficult to complete that comeback, and Tom Brady did it against Atlanta.
1: I agree with you. You know, to a, to a point. Yeah, I agree with you. Obviously, it was a huge collapse by Atlanta. I don't right. no, no need to be talking about that. Right. I feel like usually, usually when you get up by that amount of points, you're pretty safe.
2: Right. But I,
1: mean, I I'm never comfortable when I if it's the Dolphins or the Packers or just a am watching a game and I'm rooting for one team or another. I'm never comfortable with them being ahead by 10 yeah. points. Well. I, which is kind of strange. I feel like maybe not a lot of people think that, but right. I'm terrified of having leads. I feel like I would rather be the under cause I feel like it's easier to get ahead. And maybe that's because I've seen Miami. I'm trained that way. Cause I've seen it <laughs> have so many like leads right. and then blow it. Right. And so I'm like, Oh, well, it doesn't matter. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, All right, so let's flip this around. I feel like this could be debatable, uh, depending on on your stance, because I've heard a lot of people, I've heard a lot of opinions about this the last week. Yeah. What happens if Tom Brady loses the Super Bowl? That is big to me.
2: That gives so much fuel to the people like me who are firing up the hot takes of Tom Brady's not the greatest of all time. Because then what? He's five and five, five and four, five and four in his nine Super Bowls, and and see this is the thing for me, and you know we we talk about this is a football podcast, but we do talk about other sports too, and I and I tweeted this the other I tweeted this a weekend or two ago, I think it was I think it was the Sunday championship Sunday, but okay. regardless, Boy, everybody Black Day, everybody who touts Tom Brady as the greatest of all time better also be. On LeBron James is the greatest of all time. Okay. Because the biggest what's the what's the biggest knock on LeBron James that he's lost fu- he's lost four finals. Okay. Tom Brady will have lost four Super Bowls. So what, I, what's I, more what's more important getting
1: there or winning it? I mean, I feel like at least Tom has won five, right. I mean, to no, one no. or three, three with LeBron. Three.
2: three and he carried a Cleveland team. That's a whole other argument. That. <laughs> Hey, Kyrie helped a lot. It, Kyrie was amazing, and we can talk about basketball a lot because I, I am a Kyrie is better than Steph Curry kind of guy. But wow, I, I love Kyrie, but that's not right. Yes, it is not. Listen, 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 listen. Anyway, we don't need to. We don't need to argue real, sure. real quick. Listen, listen. I, I need to set this straight real quick, okay? Because it's so much harder to do this on Twitter than it is when I have a microphone. Listen, Steph Curry is by far the greatest shooter that has ever lived and breathed on this earth. Okay. Every other facet of playing basketball, Kyrie Irving is better. Okay. Every other facet. So um, we're talking about the Super Bowl. But right, regardless, so. going back to, to to football here, if if Tom Brady loses, then I will never, ever, ever, ever stop harping on he's not the greatest of all time
1: because it
2: it will really show just how truly lucky he's gotten because he's get he gets here nine times and obviously you uh, the, here's the thing. You can be both lucky and great. That's how you go to nine Super Bowls. You know what I mean? Okay. He is one of the greats, if not the greatest, but he is so freaking lucky, and it'll just prove that, okay, they lucked their they were eleven and five. Could have been nine and seven, really. A play here or there. And here they are in the Super Bowl again. It's just I I don't think that most people will think that way. I think most people think, okay, he made it to his ninth. He's the greatest no matter what happens in this game. Yeah, uh, barring maybe like a six-interception game, if that, and I don't even really think that it would still be And They'd be like, "Oh, uh, it's just a bad game for Tom." People are allowed to have those, but Tom Brady's been having bad games for a while now. Wow, he did not have a very great game in the Chiefs game until the very end. So, but yeah, I think it's I think that the pendulum swings a lot heavier if he loses than than if he wins.
1: I agree with you. The reason I ask is because I hear a lot of people saying it doesn't matter. And I find that fascinating. If he loses. Yes. Look, it doesn't matter. And, and, it doesn't affect his legacy. Right. And I find that so, so fascinating because I, I ask the question, how can it not? Right. I ask that question because, yes, I understand. You're, you're absolutely correct. And it's amazing. It is amazing that in today's NFL you are able to make it to nine Super Bowls. This is
2: Literally, the salary cap is built around stopping this from happening, and yet it still happens.
1: But I think about things like this. True, true uh, scholars or really true fans will think about and appreciate this, but let's think of these examples. The Buffalo Bills of the 90s, sorry, went to four in a row, but they lost all of them, and they don't talk about those teams being amazing. John Elway, Went to six. Only one right.
2: two. John Elway went to six Super Bowl. Only
1: one two. And th- people tout John Elway, but no one says John Elway is on but some people, but a majority of fans will not say John Elway is on the Mount Rushmore. Right. So yes. Nobody would say Jim Kelly is. It's, it, yep. <laughs> it's amazing that he has been to nine. But if you almost you're if you lose, you're almost five hundred. And that's a part. Yeah, and I don't understand how you can say without any hesitation at all mm-hmm. he is the greatest of all time. If you're almost five hundred, I agree. And so I just I, I I would love to have that discussion with somebody who thinks well, it I'll doesn't say, affect them. It's
2: so hard to get there. When you get there, you got to perform, and there are quarterbacks who are two and zero, three and zero, four and zero in the Super Bowl. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't think Brett Favre ever lost a Super Bowl.
1: He lost one. Was he two and one? He's one and one. I thought he won two. He's only been to two. Oh. One and one. But you talk about, okay, I mean, let's talk. Joe that's the the extremely, (laughs) I mean, people still talk about, like, I feel like that's the big comparison still. It's Tom Brady versus Joe Montana. And Joe went to four. He's four and oh. And that, I mean, I just shut you down for talking about basketball but that's the comparison, gonna, MJ no, I was and they,
2: It's so eerily close to MJ versus LeBron, Tom Brady versus Montana, and I, I'm shocked that a lot of people don't make the comparison because the argument literally is championships, and it's so crazy to me that so many people say Tom Brady and 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 forget about Montana, but then you look at basketball and nobody will ever let you forget who, who MJ is, but it's just, it's fascinating to me. It's so fascinating, but you're right. I think if he loses... That's a big hit on his legacy that I can't even, I actually don't even think I could say that because it would be a hit on his legacy for us, but probably the majority of the NFL community, it
1: wouldn't matter to them. And, but it should. And I'm not, I, I'm no one to say this, but I truly think they're just wrong. So I, I, I will, I'll say this because uh, earlier on, before we started about 25 minutes ago, you said we have rant, rave recall. And I said, I don't have anything to say. Yeah. I will say this. Two years ago, around this time, Tom Brady completed that comeback. Yeah, and I went online, and as much as I didn't want to, I, you, I you, said, I "Tom I Brady, you earned it. You are the goat." Yep. They lose last year. If they lose again, I will recall that. Yeah. And I'm not, I'm not ashamed. I wouldn't be. I'm either. not hesitant okay. to say that.
2: I'm. The, I am the one who came on this sh- the show the week that you were gone and said Drew Brees was the greatest quarterback of all time. Yeah. So I I. You won't get any arguments for me.
1: <laughs> All right. So that was the quarterbacks. That's, uh, I mean, obviously. We didn't even talk about Oh, yeah. Now. I'm sorry. We didn't. That was Tom Brady. <laughs> we
2: did just Tom Brady on that.
1: What if Jared Goff wins the oh, Super this Bowl? Is so
2: huge for Goff. And I will say this. This playoffs has completely changed my mind on Jared Goff.
1: Interesting. Tell, talk I, a little more about was, that.
2: Honestly, this playoffs has been a total recall for me on how I thought about Jared Goff. Okay. Because I looked at him kind of like how I looked at Pat Mahomes in terms of a system quarterback, where the right system came comes along and you give them the right weapons. Boom. You know what I mean? And honestly, even Pat Mahomes, this playoffs changed my mind on my opinion on him, too. Yeah. Um, But, Jared Goff made some throws in that NFC title game that were so wow for me. Okay. Just because... New Orleans brought pressure a lot and especially near the end of the game where he had to make throws that mattered when it mattered most. He just stood in that pocket, take hits right on the chin, right in the chest and delivered just darts and dimes to his receivers and tight ends and running backs. And it's just, I, I was so impressed with Jared Goff. And if he completes this run with a Bowl, he, he solidifies himself as one of the best, if not the best young quarterback in the NFL. Okay. You know what I mean? I mean, who would you take over him at this point? And I, and I know there are a lot that people would say. But still, you know, you're in your third year. Two years ago, we thought you were the biggest bust in NFL history. People threw Ryan Leaf in the conversation yeah. with your name. And now we're looking at you possibly beating the Patriots in the Super Bowl. Yeah. that's It's awesome. It's, oh. huge, it's huge. See, here's the thing is that there's really no pressure on Jared Goff. Interesting. I, I mean, there, if he plays very poorly, then there will be some pause. But... As long as he doesn't have a bad game, okay. It was your very first trip to it, and you lost it. That's fine. Yeah, tons of quarterbacks do that. A lot of quarterbacks are are over in all of their Super Bowls. But if he wins, whew, that'd be awesome.
1: I'm gonna say I I agree with you. And obviously, if you win a Super Bowl, that's amazing, and you spent yourself in history. And it's an accomplishment that you and I will probably never come close to experiencing oh. something like that. Yeah, no. Nah, someday you'll win a Tony. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this just for interesting or, mm-hmm. or listenability. Yeah. I don't know if that's a word, but it is now. I feel that if Jared Goff wins the Super Bowl, this is, this is silly, but just stay with me, it could be bad for him in the long run. Wow. Because if Jared Goff wins this Super Bowl, and people are already talking about this and making this comparison. And that's, I think, fuel to why I'm thinking this way. They're talking about how you are the best chance of being the next Tom Brady. You have the young, high IQ. Mm-hmm. You have your mastermind head coach, mm-hmm. who's extremely smart. Now, McVeigh is the offense versus Belichick being the defense and whatnot. But you have that... Savant. superstar yes that's a great word for it you have all this talent around you and so like i said winning a super bowl it'll never be a bad thing but right. let's say that they don't get back there for the next eight years possible it is extremely possible especially in the nfc when we've seen so many teams especially in that division in the division <laughs> but the conference we haven't seen a repeat super bowl contender the in the NFC. fc since seattle so that was, what, five years ago? And yeah. they didn't even win both times. 2014 was wrong. So I think you kind of have an Aaron Rodgers thing going on where you have so much talent, but people are going to knock the heck out of you. Why have you only won one? Yeah. And so it's going to – I. and, and if he, if he wins, that's amazing. And I'm not saying this is true, but I'm right. saying this could be dangerous yeah. for his career because if he comes in next year and they don't – they don't perform to this super amazing level that they did this year. People are like, what the heck? You already did it. I mean, I don't think, they Fans will. Are... I don't
2: think it's, I don't think it's a matter of, they're not, they won't be as good. I think it's just going to be a matter of, I mean, first of all, they're going to lose a lot of players, no matter what. There are a ton, there are, there are a handful of free Asian players that are gonna leave this team for contracts elsewhere. Marcus Joyner is probably not gonna be able to be afforded. Yeah, that was their, that was gonna be one know, of these questions. CJ Anderson may not be afforded. Stop taking all these oh, questions again. We're gonna talk about them. But I'm still saying that you know there are guys who won't probably be able to. will be probably priced out of LA, and that's a good point. It's a good point.
1: Whether or not it's fair, I think it's realistic. Just look at Philadelphia. I agree. Philadelphia was the defending Super Bowl champ. They struggled, and people were like, Philly is awful. What the heck's happening? Yeah. And that's just because well, we're a, not a fair-weather league, but we're a very immediate
2: league. We're a what-have-you-done-for-me-lately world. Yeah. You know what I mean? People are... And we're in a social media era, era where a tweet goes viral, and then four days later, people forget who you are. That's just the world that we live in now. Yeah. Which is kind of sad. But... That's just, that's where we are. You know, you, the Eagles are a perfect example. And obviously they caught fire and I think that really, really helped them. Yeah. But everybody was like, wow, they're garbage. And they just won the Super Bowl last year, so obviously they're not. They just have a first place schedule and they lost their quarterback. Yeah. You know, so it's just, it's it's very interesting, but. So it comes with the territory.
1: Like, yeah. But when you win the Super Bowl, you get a gigantic target put on oh, you. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah. And we'll see if that were to happen how a player like Jared Goff responds. And obviously it's not all on him. It's the team. But you know the quarterback is the central focus. So it'll be very interesting to see how uh, a team like that, that's very young, uh, very star-driven, very diva-ish in some ways, can respond to something like that. Yeah. I'm going to change it up a little bit uh, and not say it this way, but I'm going to say, what if C.J. Anderson outperforms Todd Gurley?
2: Which is very possible because I feel like it could be very similar to last week's game, or not last week's game, but you know what I meant. Um, in in that.
0: Excuse me,
1: sorry. Am I boring you? Yeah. All right, let's move on. Who cares about the running backs? <laughs> hey. Yeah, I know I this was supposed to be your thing, and you're Shut yawning. Up,
0: stop.
2: <laughs> it's not going to happen. I, I, if it if it happens, I feel like it's a shrug. So what. Because Todd is still the best back in the NFL, but Todd Gurley's going to go off in this game. I mean, I
1: hope, but so this the scenario you're not answering the question.
2: If C.J. Anderson has a better game than Todd Gurley, I think everybody shrugs, says "good game," and C.J. Anderson goes sign a contract somewhere else in the offseason. season. I honestly don't think it's that big of a deal. I, I really, I'm not even like I wish, I wish I had thought it was a bigger deal so I could have better radio, but. I honestly don't think it's a, a big of a deal.
1: Why do you not, though? I'm not, you I'm mean, not, like, I'm, I'm pushing back yeah. a little bit, but not, not in a negative way. Because Todd Gurley and the Rams swear there was nothing physically wrong with him. I agree. In I the Saints him. game. I believe that. How? Because
2: I, he dropped his first two passes and one of them was tipped for a pick.
1: Okay. And then. But you, you, you decided, have, you who you said he, is the best running back in the league. He is.
2: But and then you just. Then you
1: give him more than four touches. He scored a touchdown. Okay, so that's even more fuel. After he scores a okay. touchdown, be like, "Here, go one right, more." A, you, C.J. Anderson was working up the
2: middle, and Todd Gurley was working fine as a decoy out of the backfield and pass blocking, and that's just what worked in that game. I just, I, I find it fascinating that people continue to say, "I don't believe it." There's no injury, but he's not on in the injury report.
1: They're not going to lie about it. I feel like something. They're not has the Patriots. I, I don't like think. I don't, don't think anything's wrong.
2: To I think. I think that. He, he that he dropped his first two passes, and the second one was tipped and picked off by the the Saints, led to a score.
1: Marcus and Davis. then
2: later in the game, he scored the touchdown. But then CJ Anderson started to get going a little bit down and up in the middle, and running those little zone runs and powers up the middle, and those pulls on the dives, and that's what McVay wanted to do. And then when when Gurley was in the game, he was a decoy. And it but j- we
1: know Todd Gurley can do that.
2: Right, right. just as well. I know we know that, but it doesn't. It doesn't. Sean McVay's not going to force something that wasn't working. And whenever he got, I know he only got four touches, but whenever he was in the game, it wasn't as productive as when CJ Anderson was in the game. So Sean McVay decided to go with Anderson for most of the game. I, I honestly, I, re, I refuse to believe that there was just something wrong with Gurley. I just think that it wasn't his day, and that's it. And and I hope there was. And something I, wrong I applaud. With him. And I applaud Gurley for for not freaking out about it he's just yeah hey, i had a bad day i played bad i played poorly i'm coming back in the super bowl and i'm telling you todd Gurley is gonna go off in the super bowl
1: i hope so because i feel like if he doesn't this very young promising player i guess he's not like very young anymore. right it's like his fourth year in the was 24 mm-hmm. um but that's gonna hurt him people are gonna say remember when the ramps got to the super bowl and todd Gurley didn't do anything it's true and we we're both very big fans. Uh, we both love Todd Gurley. Oh yeah. But I Gurley is the reason I
2: won my fantasy league a couple years ago. And <laughs> his in his rookie year because I picked him up right before cuz he he was either suspended or hurt. He to was start hurt. The year. he was hurt. So I picked him up right before they activated him
1: and oh my goodness, it won me that league. I and mean, then he won you the league 2 <laughs> years ago as well. It's true. But that amazing run he went on regardless. Um yeah, I feel if CJ Anderson outperforms Todd Gurley, a player where Todd Gurley is just plat- I won't even say supposedly he flat out is better by a pretty wide margin than CJ Anderson a T or a player who is cut by two teams this year
2: which I never got why he was cut. He's still a good running back.
1: I mean, he's a good running back. Don't act like you were the biggest fan of C.J. Anderson. I was always like, he's a good player. And you're like, he's okay.
2: Yeah, it's hard. That's what. But. Uh, but I, I, and anything you just said doesn't mean that I said he's If
1: I, he doesn't perform come well. Come to
2: Buffalo, C.J.
1: <laughs> he's a big, fat running back. Mike Tolbert. Shut up.
2: Don't you dare mention that man's name on our show. <laughs> <laughs> Don't want him anywhere near the football in Buffalo.
1: Um, let's uh, do you have any of these that you want to throw out? I mean, like, there's a few more players that I have in mind. What does but... it mean
2: for Indominican Sue? <laughs> that was the next because, person I thought. Because of. I want you to, I want you to take this one as uh, a Sue who played for the Dolphins and yeah,
1: as a player that you have not really liked for most of his career because he's a little bit of a dirty. I feel like he, he, he did change it around in Miami. But I wasn't I wanna... excited when they signed him, but I feel like he, he did clean but up. I want what does this mean
2: game. for Indominican Sue
1: if he performs when, well. I mean,
2: win or lose, perform or not perform,
1: you know. Oh, I feel like these are these are different questions. If he performs well, um, I truly... I mean, I don't know. I feel like he is up there in age. He is... He is 30s. He is on the south side of I don't know how 30. He is, I think he's but, about 32. That like would be my guess. 31, 32. Keep talking. I'll look it up. If he performs very well, I think a team will make him an offer that will be extremely difficult to turn down. Because I know... This is the last
2: year in his deal,
1: he had signed a one-year deal. He's
2: thirty-two.
1: He's thirty-two. He signed a one-year deal after the Dolphins cut him. Oh, he'll to come get a to huge LA.
2: contract
1: if he performs well. Somebody will offer him the money that he can't turn down because I know he's a very business-oriented man. I know he thinks about his life post-football. And that's something that he really appreciated about his time in Miami. All of the knocks you can talk about Stephen Ross. He does have a system where he takes players and he invites them to New York. He's like, here's how I made all my money. This is how you do this. And Ndamukong Sue loved being part of that program. So I know he's planning for life post-football. So if they offer something, someone offers something ridiculous, it'll be extremely hard to turn down. I think
2: what it means for Dominican Sue if they win is that he plays somewhere else next year. Okay. And I think what it means for him if they lose is he takes a discount to stay.
1: I feel like even if they win, but he doesn't have gaudy stats, I think he'll stay. See, I don't
2: know. I feel like if he wins, he he has his Super Bowl, and he's he's fine with that, and then he just goes and takes the money elsewhere. I mean, even though he's signed two different $100 million contracts in his career— I still think he would go and get money again because somebody else will offer him, maybe not a hundred million, but damn good money to play defensive tackle. I disagree. Uh, I just, I think you disagree even that he will leave or that somebody will pay him because somebody will definitely no. Pay somebody,
1: him. I, I think <laughs> it's based on his performance in the Super Bowl. Oh,
2: okay. If he, See, has, I don't think, I don't think it really matters that much.
1: It, it does to me because because yeah, he's
2: had a great playoff run. He, and he's, he was great. in the Saints game. He was everywhere. Exactly. I mean, he wasn't if, in your, wasn't your he rave last week, last week?
1: He was in my supporting player. Yeah, game. that's right. Yeah. If he has a game similar to that, I think it will draw more, even more spotlight, which will raise up that price tag. Yeah. If he is what he pretty much was with the Rams during the regular season, he was solid, mm-hmm. but he wasn't, he wasn't the Sioux that we have known in Detroit or even Miami. Mm-hmm. But he's turned it on in the playoffs, absolutely. Mm -hmm. If he performs well in the Super Bowl, there'll be 10 times the spotlight. And that will drive up that price. But, and I'm not going to ever question his decision-making or his intelligence, but if you have a regular defensive tackle game and you win, I think you need to think about your legacy as a defensive tackle. And he has a better chance... And whether or not we agree and think it's correct, we've been talking about legacy more often than not is related to rings. If you want that, your best bet is probably to stay with the Rams. Because no other Super Bowl contending team, that's not true. Most, More likely than not, a team that's right there probably doesn't need you, so you're going to go to a place that is kind of still working mm-hmm. towards it. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of that whole... I keep trying to talk about basketball, I don't want to. But Sorry. it's kind of the whole, Kyrie, do you want to be the leader in Boston and like have that be your team, or do or you, want you want to, to go somewhere and win ring rings? Yeah. So, I don't know. It will be fun to see because I feel like that is an underlying. I mean, he's not the star, which I think is probably good for him. He's not the star defensive tackle, and I think he should stay that way. But, I have
2: stuff to say about these defensive tackles, but it's going to involve talking about our picks, so I'll save it for later.
1: Okay. Cool, cool, cool. I guess the last one I wanted to talk about uh, was LaMarcus Joyner, a uh, right. player you mentioned because he is on the franchise tag. It's
2: very similar to me. It's a very similar to Indominus suit for me. I feel like if he has a great game, then he's about to go sign a $70 million contract somewhere. And if he doesn't have that great a game, I think he just takes a hometown discount and stays.
1: See, I, it's the opposite for me. I think no matter what happens, I think he's out of town. I think he didn't want to be out of town last year but he wanted to test the market they slapped yeah. they slapped him with the franchise tag yeah. and I think he wants to see his worth.
2: I certainly don't think that they're going to franchise tag him again.
1: I don't I I agree with that. Um, so I think he's going to test his value and I feel like there will be a team to offer him more. There's always a market
2: for corners. People always need corners in this league and they the, in terms of their value monetarily it's grown exponentially over the past handful of years.
0: So
1: DBs are extremely important, obviously, and... Especially in a past happy league, you have to have good ones. Any more, you have to have
2: two great corners to really make it anywhere.
1: So, I think, regardless of the outcome, he's probably
2: out of LA. I won't be surprised. He he will be... Right now, the top of the list is Ronald Darby, and he will be right there with them. So...
1: I know I said last one, but I actually want to throw out one more that okay. I'm going to flip back to you. Okay. I feel like I've been talking a lot.
2: That's
1: all right. I want to talk about the New England running backs. Okay. And I don't exactly know how I want to phrase this "what if" question. Okay. Um, but what's going to happen with that? Is James White going to continue to stay in New England, even though they have the emergence of Sony Michel? Mm-hmm. How do you How do you see this playing out uh, with with this backfield? That is obviously extremely important. Is James
2: White? Is his contract up? I'm
1: not totally sure, but I know. See, like this is an example where of James White comes out and has another game where he catches 15 passes. Oh, I, I think
2: James White needs to leave. Okay. I I don't think that he's one a guy that would decide to do that. Um, just based off of who he is and how he fits into that offense, even with Sony Michelle as the sort of the bell cow. But James White deserves to be a starting running back somewhere in the league, and he would be a great starting running back somewhere. And I am so on that. He should have been the Super Bowl MVP in the game against the Falcons. I agree. 14 catches. I thought it was 15. Three total touchdowns. It's an NFL record for catches. The only reason I know it was 14 is because somebody made a bull prediction on NFL Network yesterday that he would break his own record okay. and catch 15.
1: <laughs> okay. So
2: I just, he's a stud and he's great and he is used so well in this offense. I really think he needs to go and be a starter somewhere. I don't think it'll happen. I think that. I think that most of this team is going to remain the same next year. I really think that they're going to probably they'll probably draft some more depth on the, on both sides of the line. Um, Belichick always gets a corner late in the in the draft, and then I think that they'll draft a wide receiver or two and roll with pretty much the same offense again. Have all their backs.
1: Okay. I think Rex Burkhead will probably be gone. <laughs> everyone's favorite, but everyone's favorite like fantasy Burkhead, ruiner, Nebraska. All right, so a lot a lot of legacies, a lot of storylines to be built and shaped yeah. by the Super Bowl. Speaking of legacies, let's go to Tom Brady. Okay. Actually, before we do that, I'm going to okay. take a timeout. All right. Ooh, sorry about that. Needed to wet my whistle. I
2: didn't know that you were, you were whistle. I didn't know you were going to press play. I was still looking for thing I was looking for.
1: That was fascinating what you just said. Oh, it's right here. Okay, hold on.
2: All right, so Tom Brady, the Lote. I have, First of all, there's this video from the Colin Coward show.
1: The Herd. The Herd. Uh, you know my favorite thing about Colin? I don't like him as much as I used to. Honestly. Oh, I love Colin.
2: No, 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 listen. I didn't, didn't say I don't like him. I don't like him as much as I used to.
1: There are certainly things about Colin that I disagree with very adamantly, but I think he is extremely well-spoken he in is. a way that's very natural. He's the first to admit he's not perfect, that he stutters and messes up. I think mm-hmm. that's cool. My favorite thing about Colin is his intro. when He says, wherever you may be listening and however you may be listening, this is the herd. And I love that. I think that's very neat. That is cool. But regardless,
2: this is this is Rob Parker on the herd this past week. A
1: known Patriots hater.
2: He does hate the Patriots. <laughs> but I'm going to play this video and then I'm going to back it up with evidence.
0: they won the game. One thing you got to say, I've always said, pro sports is about, has a short menu. It's wins and losses. So so I give it to them. They won the game. Yeah. But again, this is the narrative I've been talking about, Kyla, and you know I'm right. Tom Brady is the low.
2: He's one of the lucky, he's the luckiest of all time. Now let's just... Luckiest of all time. And we've talked about this. And again, I am not saying that tom brady is not a good quarterback and i'm not a tom brady hater contrary to popular Brady (laughs) is the luckiest of all time and i this is this is a thread that i saved from back in december okay and i saved it because i've been waiting for the right moment i think this is the right moment to read most of this right it's very long so we're not gonna read the whole thing but this is a thread and the title is tom brady is overrated a thread um and he wants to say this. He was like, first let me point out that I'm a big Packers. Is this by No. Parker? This is not by Parker. This oh. is by another fan. Okay. It says th- this fan said that he wanted to preface this by saying that he's a big Packers fan, he's an Aaron Rodgers fan, and although he thinks Brady is overrated, he's still an amazing quarterback just not as good as people give him credit for because he's the luckiest of all time. I'm trying to tie these two points together because I think it's I think it makes sense. Okay. It makes sense to me at
1: least. I have heard this argument, so not in- this, but I I know what Parker and
2: we, we, talk we want to look at this. So, what is what 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 is one of the biggest markers for greatest of all time? It's postseason success, right? Postseason play in the two thousand one divisional round against the Raiders. Famous Tuck rule. The Tuck rule game. Brady Wood threw for three hundred and twelve yards, no touchdowns, and an interception. It only puts up sixteen points in that game. I mean, when did Rich Cannon do? gets bailed out by the Tuck rule, and the Raiders win the game sixteen, or the and the Patriots win 16-13. And the AFC Championship game that year against the Steelers, he threw for 115 yards, got knocked out of the game, led his team to zero points in that offense. Drew Buczo comes in and leads them to the Super Bowl. and the Super Bowl against the Rams that they won, Tom Brady was 16 of 27 for 145 yards, a touchdown, and no picks. He led his team to 13 total points, but his defense forced three turnovers, one being a pick six. We definitely- Somehow, Tom Brady won Super Bowl MVP for that. <laughs>
1: Somehow, I mean that. I think that is wrong, but no arguing arguments there. There was the defense, and then and then, and then and Charles Woodson The argument wrong. for that is
2: that Brady won the led the game-winning drive. But there's a video here that tracks every throw, and every single one of them were wide open. Oh, that's all I want to say.
1: I mean, they then we go.
2: So only moved like what 38, 40 su- yards, in in and his Super Bowl run in that 2001 season. He had three games, 190 yards per game. And he averaged a touchdown and a pick. Uh, he led the offense to a total of 29 points in three games. That's 9.7 per game. Didn't even play the second half in the title game and is back in his back end. A uh, backup one. That's the first title. Most people will secede that it wasn't him that won the first one. Most yep. people. So in the second run. I feel like two, that's
1: an argument similar for the 2000 time. 2003. Jake
2: DeLome. In his divisional game against, against the Titans. 50% completion percentage, 200 yards, and a touchdown. Put up only 17 points, but the defense build them out and held the other team to 14. They win 17-14. Uh, in the AFC Championship game against the Colts, 59% completion percentage, 200 yards, a touchdown and a pick. Below average, the defense forced five turnovers. Patriots win 24-14. At this point in Tom Brady's postseason career, he was 5-0, and his defense allowed just 15 points per game. 15 yeah. Lucky. Uh, and in, I will say this, though. In the Super Bowl, Tom Brady did throw in that year. He did throw for 350 yards, three touchdowns, and a pick. He played really, really well. Um, but there's another point here is that with the game tied with a minute left, the Panthers kicked the ball out of bounds on the ensuing kickoff, which puts them at the 40. Yeah. Lucky, lucky, lucky. In 2004, the following season, because they went back to Super Bowl two in a row here, uh, 18 of 27 in the divisional round for 144 yards. Uh, the Patriots gained 210 rushing yards. And the defense only allowed three points. And the title game, 207 yards and two touchdowns, which is fine. But the defense, four turnovers and a pick six. Uh, I don't want to like go through every single game, which I could. He, goes, he literally goes through every postseason game. Then we're looking at the 2006 season. Against the Chargers were... Uh, Philip Rivers lost on the torn ACL. Yep. Uh, Brady threw for threw two touchdowns, three interceptions, less than 50% completion percentage. The defense forced four turnovers. Um, and the Chargers fumbled the... So, and, and even in the game, Tom Brady threw what was likely the game losing interception. And the Chargers fumbled the ball back to the Pats on the very same play. Like, they're... Again... I'm trying to find – there's another one that was crazy. Uh, in the 2007 season when they went back to Super Bowl, two touchdowns, three interceptions. Defense only allowed 12 points. Uh, Brady against the Chargers in the 2006-07 and playoffs, 58% completion from sevens, four touchdowns, six picks. I mean, you can keep going on and on about all these games where he threw three picks and, and two picks in this game, one pick in this game. And you look at all the games where he was outplayed by Flacco and the 2011 AFC Championship game. No touchdowns, two picks. Flacco, two touchdowns. And Lee Evans drops the game-winning <laughs> catch, and uh, Billy Cundiff misses the game-tying field goal. Like, I mean, we're go- in the AFC title game the following year, he throws two picks, uh, and that was the one they were lost. And it was 28-13. to 13. Like, you're looking at all these things, and he just lucks his way again and again and again. And I, I just... It's hard to make these sort of points. I'm sorry that I kept going on there. Um, but... It's hard to make these points when my take is not that Tom Brady's a bum quarterback. Yeah, he's one of the greats, if not the greatest ever. But I refuse to listen to anybody who will not sit there and admit that he is not that he is not at at least one of, if not the luckiest player of all time in the NFL. Yeah, he all I just ran through half of those, and I could have kept like that list. I ran all those ones I gave you, there was double that amount of games that they listed because he's played in that many, this will be his 40th postseason game, by the way. So, but, you know, you luck your way into the greatest head coach of all time. I don't think that would be debated in the NFL. Would you debate that? Probably, no. Some people might say Bear Bryant, but probably just out of...
1: Whoa, Don Shuriner. Who? (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) Uh,
2: (laughs) Um... But I, honestly he just again and again and again it happens. He, he he just he gets so lucky and obviously a lot of people will say um that success is when opportunity meets preparation. So, you know, that opportunity may be very maybe the luck that he gets over and over again, but he's always so prepared that when the lucky opportunity hits him, boom he was prepared for he it. Takes and advantage. Went, exactly. There there's an argument to be made about that. But you run through all those things like you know, the, it happened in this year's AFC Championship game where he throws the game losing interception, and it's called back because D Ford is an inch off sides. That what well, didn't even it didn't even affect the play. So you can't do that. I just yeah, I understand that, but like <laughs> you, again and again, it wasn't an inch. It was it, he blatant. is he is so lucky. You don't agree with me at all, do you? No, I, <laughs>
1: okay. you're, I, I, I've, I've heard this argument before and you're right and I've, I've never delved into those statistic-wise things and whatnot. There are certainly lucky moments. Um, I don't think performing poorly and winning the game makes you lucky. There are things... Like, I think about that second Super Bowl against Carolina. You're right to get that kickoff, have it go out of bounds. You basically start midfield. All you have to do is complete two and passes. All, all you need to do is get the field and that, that's goal basically to basically all I did. And then Terry right. kicks the winner. Right, right. That's lucky. Something like the tuck rule is lucky.
2: Something like the throwing the game-losing interception against the Chargers, and then they fumbled it back to you.
1: Yes. <laughs> those, those things are lucky, and that definitely is fuel to your fire, and I think that makes it correct. I don't think that's, the uh, statistics and whatnot necessarily sorry, related to that. That's fine. That's three
2: Super Bowls he wouldn't have won, just so you know. That's three Super Bowls he wouldn't have won and had those things went the other way.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, in, in some ways, though, I, I will say when you're talking about uh, like those early Super Bowls and you're like, he threw 48% and it was 110 yards and they won. In a way, I feel like that's only more uh, is the right word maturation for maturation? like maturing, maturing more yeah, maturation, maturation towards being how I talked about earlier right. being the I mean, greatest, because if you do that now, like those to are to... Blaine Gabbert numbers right there. So those I mean, aren't, I, like <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you probably would root for Blaine Gabbert. So yeah, but I, 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 I can't argue. There are, there are so many things where the ball has bounced the Patriots way and, like I was talking about with Jared Goff being the quarterback, Tom Brady's just the face and he gets it. And I think it's a little unfair that we talk about those early 2000 Super Bowls. And we, and, and I said it, and I will say, like those were defensive one, and you just yeah. talk about all those turnovers, and and people will say that. Hopefully, yeah. But I don't know too many of those players. Like I know Willie McGinnis. That might be the only one I, I could know say. Guinness, I know was Harrison, was Rodney I know Harrison, Harrison on those yeah, Super Bowl Ty teams? I thought Law, he was on the ones with the Giants where they lost. Ty Lodge, Junior Seau.
2: Uh, wow, shoot! What's his name? On uh, he, he does uh, NFL Live. I love him. I don't know. I can't even. I, this is gonna this is making me upset because it's not like he's a no name, like he's just totally slipping my mind right now. But um I don't know. I mean, there are there are three to four Hall of Famers defense that were on those teams. Sure, okay, so maybe you I'm
1: misspeaking a little bit, but I don't feel like those guys get the the recognition. Absolutely. Uh, maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like people talk about Brady when and they say, but yeah, those ones were defense. But like, they don't say about. Think about this. How, I didn't know like they had six turnovers in, in the right. I mean, championship game think and about those this, things. Though. If
2: the Tuck rule doesn't happen, and there have been so many people, <laughs> there are so many people who goes back to that <laughs> one moment and plays the what if. Yeah. But think about it. I just ran through his numbers for that whole postseason. If that doesn't, if that doesn't happen, and the Raiders win that Super Bowl,
1: they well, probably give the. We don't know if the Raiders won the Super Bowl, but no,
2: sorry, sorry, they win that game. Okay. It, Tom Brady might not even be the quarterback of the Patriots the next season. They might just go right back to Drew Bledsoe. Yeah, you know what I mean. And then when we were, does that mean Drew Bledsoe would be where he is now, where Tom Brady is now, or does that mean that, or was Tom Brady always destined to be? You know what I mean. Obviously, the what-if game keeps everybody up at night, but the NFL. It's just it makes me so upset when nobody has a problem being like, "Oh, Tom Brady's the greatest," but nobody will stop and realize that there's so much more that that goes into it and the reality is that i think truly and i, th- I this is taking all my bias out of it because obviously during that rant there was a lot of bias that came out <laughs> even though i think i i had some really good points and facts taking all bias out of it if you just line up the the greatest quarterbacks of all time tom brady might be the fifth one that i pick if if i'm just if you're just lining them up there's no resume. There's no nothing. I'm just I'm, I'm starting a team, and and I get to pick one in their prime. He he would probably be the fifth one that I would pick, and that has nothing against Tom Brady. It's simply I would rather have Aaron Rodgers. I would rather have Drew Brees. I would maybe rather have Philip Rivers. Uh, I'd rather have Joe Montana. I you know what I mean like, I'd rather have Steve Young. Just like there are so there are other quarterbacks who I would look at and be like, I would rather you be my quarterback than Tom Brady, just based solely off of what player you are. Yeah, so there has to be so much luck that goes into it, even though I know that a lot of it is the heart, which I would never ever ever take that from Tom Brady the heart that he has that he plays with in fashion.
1: Yeah, that's, love that in a Tom Brady, it's very amazing. But
2: damn it, you're lucky. <laughs>
1: <sighs> yeah, but uh, you know, <laughs> no, that was that was it was interesting and a lot of statistics and facts went into that. That's very very true. But when it comes down to it, like you said, you you nailed it on the head by really? saying when when you're lucky, you can still be great. Yeah, and he is because and he, he is. got those opportunities and he capitalized. Yep.
2: And again, again, like success is when opportunity meets preparation, and Tom Brady is always prepared, always. And this is kind of a nice – I want to say this is kind of a nice little bit of a segue into this other video that I wanted to play from uh, Mike uh, Greenberg from Get Up. Okay. uh, Formerly of Mike and Mike. He makes a really – it's a one-minute video, but he makes a really, really great point about the Patriots' dynasty. And I think this is a nice little sort of segue into talking about the Pax dynasty a little bit. Okay. So –
0: If you're 18 years old, as of next Sunday, the New England Patriots will have been in exactly half the Super Bowls played in your lifetime. Nine Super Bowls since 2001. No other franchise has more than eight total, dating back to the first one in the 1966 season. Tom Brady alone has more Super Bowl experience than the entire Rams roster combined. It is the greatest run in the history of football, without question. And the data suggests that you aren't into it. Did you know that Patriots' Super Bowls actually rate lower than the ones without them, even though they've all been one-score games? Two of the three highest-rated Super Bowls since 01 did not involve New England, while three of the four lowest-rated did. The question is why, and the answer is because contrary to some people's erroneous opinions, sports fans don't like dynasties. The two highest-rated CFP championship games were not Alabama Clemson. The three lowest rated were the fourth straight meeting of golden state and Cleveland in the NBA finals rated 12% lower on average than the first three. Don't blame the players. Don't blame the teams. They are all brilliant. They all deserve to be celebrated, but also don't let anyone tell you they are good for the sport because
2: those people are absolutely positively wrong. I think that's a really, really cool point. A good one and something that deserves talking about. Because people want to laud how great the Patriots' status is, and it is. But it's bad for the sport to have a team that dominates this much all the time. What I mean, what are your thoughts? I've talked enough in the last 20 minutes.
1: <laughs> I don't know. It's hard. It is hard because I think as fans, we don't like seeing monotony. We don't like seeing the same thing over and over again. At the same time, as much as I don't like seeing New England back in the Super Bowl, and like a great example is my dad, which bums me out. But my dad once, once New England won last two weeks ago, he's like, I, "I'm not going to watch," and that I don't need to go. It. it doesn't matter whether you like it or not. Like Mike said, New England Super Bowls, especially uh, in the in this decade, have been very, very good. Right,
2: but they've been massively less watched,
1: and that you can't argue with that. I mean, like that's just data. Yeah. Yeah. I can't be like, that's false. That's (laughs) wrong. I mean that if that is true, then that's true. Mm -hmm. Um, but I don't think that makes it, uh, makes it, that doesn't make it bad for the sport. I think while people like you and I don't like dynasties and we like to see them get torn down. Mm -hmm. I think dynasties only kind of add that fuel because you tune in to watch somebody beat it. Well, you watch to see the Goliath go down.
2: Everybody's cause there's
1: there you If you're watch, a
2: wrestling fan, you need a good heel.
1: Yeah. It, you you watch Clemson in Alabama so Clemson wanna, can take him down. Right? And when they do, it's you just blow up. It's amazing. And last year was one of, and I think you said it, I'm not I'm pretty positive you agreed with me. I thought it was the best Super Bowl I've ever seen. It was exciting That's a really, and it was fun and it was awesome to see. Somebody take down. And we can Goliath. About,
2: we could talk about that because I actually, I mean, we can finish talking about this, but at some point, that's a good segue to my next thing that I wanted to talk about was our top five favorite Super Bowls. But, <laughs> um, but that's you. I mean, that's a great point. Last year's Super Bowl was incredible. It was so much fun, and that coming from me should mean a lot to our listeners and you. The the defensive guy saying that the. The, the most offense in Super Bowl history was was awesome yeah it really was though and go
1: and also back
2: defense won that
1: game in the go end, but... back go back a few years ago to the Atlanta Claps while we were sad because we wanted Atlanta God, to win that so much. if if we took by Seattle I, <laughs> I I know. I don't know how hard you got slapped, there's but I, no, I know... No, I wish I could tweet the photo. I know it stung because we were rooting for Atlanta because of because our of anti...
2: <laughs> of the hand in my face.
1: But <laughs> let's pretend we didn't care about it at all. You're that right. would have been mean, super exciting. That's a good point. Pretend and obviously, obviously, that. there's a chance Golden State will get back in the NBA. But and they like will. They most likely will. <laughs> we're not going to see Cleveland, uh, so it'll be a different team. But you're going to be sure as heck that they're going to be rooting for the East to finally take down the West because that's the Goliath. And I think maybe people will tune in because it's not Cleveland. What I will be interested to see, and I don't know if the playoffs – we're talking the most about NBA today than we ever have. I don't think we've ever brought up NBA in this other than being like, the season's longer.
2: We did it the first episode. Did we? Yeah, because we made the comparison between –
1: Right, but we're talking about how there's more games and yeah. how it doesn't matter. Well, I mean, like, if, anyways, if the Lakers get to play Golden State in the playoffs and it is LeBron versus yeah, them right. and whatnot, I don't know if seeding and whatnot will allow that or if Lakers will make it that far. Regardless, yeah, I don't. What Max said about viewership, I can't debate that. Mike, but. Yes. Mike, I'm sorry, what did I say? You said Max. I just oh, sorry, I that. was thinking about no, Max. That's right. I, I don't want to be that guy that's like, hey, it's this. But no, no, you're, I mean, you're right. Mike. What Mike said about viewership is absolutely correct. Yeah. But I think the people that, I think the viewership that is that is the kind of fly by weather. Yeah. It's my dad who doesn't really care. Yeah. He, he'll watch it for fun, but if it's not going to be fun to him, he won't watch. But people like you and I right. will always watch those. But isn't
2: that what the Super Bowl, the, this kind of goes back to what I said at the beginning of the episode, isn't that what the Super Bowl's for anyway, though? It's an event. You you're always gonna draw in the football fans. You want to pull in the other people. And three of the f- four highest rated Super Bowls since 01 have not involved the Patriots. And four of the lowest five were Patriots Super Bowls. So, I mean, it's just uh, bad may not be the right word, but it's I would certainly never say that a dynasty is good. I I don't think I would say bad, but I it's just it's. I don't think it's good at all. It's not fun. Because at a certain point, it's got to come crashing down. And if it doesn't, then it's really bad. Because here's the thing. When the Berlin Wall comes down, (laughs) it's awesome. But if the wall doesn't come down in an amazing fashion and just like slowly brick by brick gets taken down, who cares? Yeah. Because at some point you're like, okay, we'll be gone already. And that's kind of where we are, is it's slowly been brick by brick, but still somehow it's a wall. So if it doesn't just explode and come crashing down and ripped down in glorious fashion for all patriotators to inject into their veins, then what's this all been for?
1: But I think more often than not, they do.
2: I mean, you, I mean, you,
1: you would think, you would hope. I mean, look at Dallas. Dallas was the dynasty of the 90s, and they haven't... They've won what three playoff games since, and that's the gigantic joke against against Cowboys fans. I
2: mean, I mean, we're I think we're also overlooking the obvious in that the Bills went to four straight Super Bowls and then endured seventeen straight seasons of playoff drought. Yeah, that came crumbling down. People don't even remember that we were a dynasty at one point, <laughs> and people won't even say we were because we didn't win one. But still, we ruled the AFC for four years. Yeah, It's never been done, never again, and it will never be done ever again.
1: Tom, until next year. Uh, but yeah, so, I, I agree, it's not fun, but I don't think it's bad.
2: All right, all right. Anything else you want to talk about for the old cold weeds?
1: <laughs> cold, cold weeds? weeds. <laughs> I quit. <laughs> I'm retiring. Uh, you have three more episodes under contract. Yeah, okay. Yeah, um, I feel like there was something, but I can't remember.
2: All right, well, cold reads. My cold reads are fun. I do have two. You say I, that every time I do have another I'm one. ready
1: for next week to be like my cold reads suck.
2: Yeah, okay. Anyway, so somebody brought up this really cool point and I want to know what you you'll say. It's twofold. So I'm gonna okay. ask the first question and then I'm gonna and then after you answer, I'm gonna readjust the question slightly and ask you again. Alright. If you if there is a kicker that was coming out in this year's draft that could kick a sixty yard field goal With 99.9% accuracy, guaranteed, (laughs) would you take him first overall?
1: First overall? Yep. No.
2: Would you take him in the first round? Yeah. I would. Yeah. I would in a heartbeat. Not first overall. This came up on my favorite sports analyst podcast, the Mina Kimes show. <laughs> um, but again, I thought it was- You really very, need
1: to reach out to her. I thought
2: it was a very interesting question because- No, that is very fascinating. You know I mean? That means that all you have to do is get to the 50 or to like the 45 on the on the opponent's territory and boom, you get three
1: points. Yeah. That's
2: huge.
1: That is huge. The reason I say no to first overall is because we've seen it time and time again. Field goals don't win games. And,
2: yeah, and that was that's actually almost exactly what Mina Kaim said on the
1: show. <laughs> and so while we love Justin Tucker because he's yeah. as close to that in reality yeah. as we'll probably ever get, yeah, um, and he has won a great hand deal of games for mm-hmm. his team, yeah. But at the end of the day, you need that star quarterback. You need that star tackle, uh-huh. and those things will help you get seven instead of three. First round, yeah, I'd probably really consider it. Okay. Especially if I'm in the later rounds, because that means I probably don't need one of those pieces. Okay. And then that will just kind of make help make a super team. All right.
2: Second cold read.
1: How is that two-fold?
2: Is that I I asked you oh, if I overall. Would, uh, okay, okay, yeah. okay. All <laughs> right. So, I found this fun article on the Odyssey. Uh,
1: the Odyssey, like? The Odyssey Online. Oh, I thought they, you meant, like... like like I was reading the Odysseus, I was reading the Iliad and the Odyssey, yeah. When I found this, yeah. You're gonna like say no. Tom Brady was Odysseus, what
2: a, no? Um, but the Odyssey Online is a very popular, yeah. My little sister Emily writes for them, so
0: oh, cool,
1: yeah.
2: It's pretty cool, she's
1: great, she is.
2: So, this article is 30 things I would rather do than watch the Patriots Uh, win another Super Bowl.
1: I've seen this on Facebook. The cold read read is, I'm going
2: to go through all 30. You're going to tell me yes or no if you would rather do that than watch the (laughs) Patriots win the Super Bowl. Is this
1: the one you're like, this is going to take some time? Number
2: one is get a Brazilian bikini wax. (laughs) Uh,
1: That would hurt like heck no. Dude, okay.
2: Uh, Be allergic to the sun.
1: What? No. (laughs)
2: Give up chocolate for the rest of your life. The
1: rest of my, I, I thought you were going to say like a year, and I'd be like, maybe. No, I love it too much. Uh, not chocolate bars, like I don't care about that, but like I could like never give up brownies, right. like chocolate chip right, cookies, right, I couldn't right, do right. it.
2: Get your wisdom teeth pulled out. I've already done that. All right. <laughs> Have to speak in front of a class in your underwear. Sure. You'd rather do that. Why not?
0: Okay.
2: Put your hand in a deep fryer.
0: <laughs> what? No,
1: my God. <laughs> These things are so. Di- how do you go from <laughs> how do you go from give a speech in your underwear to stick your hand into boiling fryer? I don't know.
2: Maybe you. Maybe this person has anxiety. I don't know. Have more a more bl- like
1: schizophrenia. Like have somebody's a, like, I'm gonna be lighthearted. I'm gonna be super dark.
2: Have a, have a bloody nose every day for the rest of my life. I feel like I would die. No. <laughs> These are great. Uh, this one's I know like, this oh, is being funny, but use use your first ever email address for the rest of your life.
1: I don't even remember what that was I'd be fascinated to know
2: Spinner one seven nine two. I mean I still have my spinner I
1: I think it might have been juice box and no I love that I I use juice box all the time
2: so you'd rather do that than see the Pats win? why do you say (laughs) Pats
1: acting like you're from Boston never be able to text again Patriots (laughs) that wasn't even an accent I'm the locker room guy. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, I like that skit. That's funny. It's
2: hysterical. What was the thing? Uh, never be able to text again. No, I want. I'd watch the Super Bowl over
1: that. No,
2: I'd rather. I'd rather never be able to text again than have the Patriots win. Oh, it's
1: the Patriots win. Yeah. Oh, I thought we were just watching. No, Super Bowl. this is
2: that. This is thirty things I'd rather do than see the Patriots win another Super oh, Bowl. Oh, I thought it was thirty things I'd rather do than watch the apps. I would
1: definitely text. give up texting
2: for the rest of my life for
1: them not to win wow I don't think you could actually do that I mean I would just call people I think you're too awkward I bring AIM
2: back I think you're too awkward I am not it's awkward. discontinued have to walk to class in the rain
1: every day I love the that. rain I, me too I love the rain day. I would be very relaxed lose your wallet I was once told I lose my wallet like every <laughs> day so that means nothing to me <laughs>
2: Um You were once told. What? I was
1: once told I have sexy wet hair. <laughs>
2: yeah, I believe that. Yeah, like I, yeah. I remember,
1: I walked into a class at <laughs> at college, and it was raining, and a girl told me, "You have really sexy wet hair." And I was like, "That's a weird comment, but thanks." You know, every
2: day you wake up and spray water.
1: <laughs> that's a big thing for me. Um Wait in the line at the DMV.
2: Yeah, I definitely rather do that
1: than watch the, the patch. The patch wind. Wind. Oh yeah, sure. I feel like that's. I feel like that's a misconception anyways. I feel like the right. lines aren't even that bad right. at the MV. It's just this joke. Be stuck in high school forever. See, I feel like that's definitely for you because you miss high school. I do miss
2: high school. I was cool back then.
1: <laughs> I think you're really cool. I was
2: sexy back then. Uh,
1: okay. Well, I won't say that.
2: Shut up. I'm
1: not going to be like, yeah, you were sexy. Sorry. You were sexy, pal. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I liked high school. Am I Am I like me in this scenario? Or yeah. I, I mean, like, I guess um i used to skip class i know i, don't I, know. I have I told you this story no. i'm sure i did uh there was a point where i was i was a senior so like i was the class president and like i was pretty well known and whatnot and i remember so there was a security guard that would catch kids like leaving school and going to the parking lot and getting their cars yeah. and i was leaving and the security guard was dragging some kids back in and i was like oh my god oh my god oh my god he just waved at me like as I was doing, and you just, the same yeah. thing he was reprimanding right. other kids. And, <laughs> and, like, because it was just like assumed that I wasn't like I was the good kid, so it was like, hey. So
2: <laughs> you had security guards <laughs> that dragged kids back in the yeah, you would like, from up. would like catch them.
1: They were like catching me, like get back. Oh, to your fly, security
2: got was far more intense than I, my.
1: God, oh, he had a gun. I could,
2: <laughs> I could literally. Well, I could literally there. I mean, the security is different now. There was a point when I was in high school where it could be over the summer at 3 a.m. and I knew which door would be unlocked to get into the high school. That's weird. Yep. That sounds cool, though. Whatever. Shave your head. No. Nope. Yep, I knew it. I would. <laughs> I would in a heartbeat. Sorry. Um, go without power for How a week. How am I supposed
1: to have sexy hair? Yeah, whatever. Wet hair if I don't have Go hair. without
2: power for a week. Yeah, I did that. Yeah, so I've I, done it. I, I did, I did it too.
1: in a hurricane. Yep. Fall off a cliff. <laughs> <laughs> Like, do I have a parachute?
0: I do go from shave your head to fall off <laughs> a God, cliff. Hang on, hang on.
1: Do I have, like, a parachute? Is I don't know. This, it like, just says fall off a cliff. Like, I don't know. there's a part. I would like the hand I'll glide. Go, I'll go
2: spelunking. to the Patriots lose? Yeah. Get hit by a car.
1: <laughs> Like, what is the severity? I was going to
2: say, it depends. If, it, if if it's not going that fast, yeah, please hit me with your car so Tom Brady doesn't win Did again. you
1: ever, like, do that in college where you're like, like you know, oh, if I get by this car, oh, I don't yeah. care. I'll on cross this street. On Jordan,
2: on Jordan Street Road? Yes.
1: Like, yeah. I was like, I don't even care. It doesn't <laughs> that matter. That was such a myth that at Barron. If <laughs> you get like, by a, a car, you get, like, all <laughs> yeah. A's or something.
2: Unbelievable. Free tuition. Run an ultra marathon. Was that yeah, only like Baron? They fun. didn't talk about that in Pittsburgh? I feel like that'd be huge. Oh, we do it in Pittsburgh all the time. But regardless. Uh, run an ultra marathon. See, that's something I would
1: actually like to do in my lifetime. That sounds super intimidating. I don't think I would do that. What's a super marathon? Oh, my God. It's an ultra marathon. Oh, oh there's a link. There's a link.
2: There's a link, actually.
1: Sorry, I said super. First
2: one to finish these, oh, nine races? What?
1: Oh, they're different. So it's like no, a... they're not all at the same time. It's
2: like a... What? Ultra marathons are like in very extreme places actually Nah, i'd probably have okay. like there's a there's a jungle ultra marathon in peru it says it's mostly downhill dropping ten thousand five hundred feet from the cloud forest into the amazon it's a 142.6 mile course
1: oh my god i'd probably like fall and twist my ankle <laughs> and get bit the, by a snake the
2: next sentence is but underestimate it and you're in for a world of hurt what do you mean underestimate 142 miles does this happen in gonna...
1: a day like is that has to be like a couple of days yeah. Like that's Shoot. some that's some Forrest Gump stuff. Yeah, I don't want to
2: do an ultra marathon. Never mind, regardless.
1: So you'll you'll have Tom Brady yeah, win. Yeah, Tom Brady can win. Or no, you know what? That. If
2: that's the stakes, no, I'm doing the ultra marathon. Uh, I won't. I will
1: have <laughs> them win.
2: Uh, never pet another dog again.
1: No, I will.
2: I want to pet dogs. Me too. I would let Tom Brady win for that. Walk on Legos. Yeah, I do that in a heartbeat. Are we talking like I have to run and jump on them or just like walk?
1: Yeah, is this like a one-time thing? Like I step on, or is this like your life is constantly Legos? I don't know, it just says,
2: what well, I feel like it's just a one-time thing because there are other ones that said for the rest of your life, I, mean, I will step on Legos and Tom Brady can lose.
1: But I won't step on Legos for the rest of my life. Okay. Like if every day I have to well, walk on the Legos question, for my though. life. I'm just saying. That's not what it is, though. You're not the writer of this list. No, you you're not. I'm not, but intended. this says just walk
2: on Legos. There are other ones that says for the rest of your life. So it's distinguished previously.
1: I haven't heard you say a single one that said for the rest of your life. Uh, earlier it said have a bloody nose every day for the rest of my okay, life. Okay, so that's the only one. <laughs> give up chocolate for the rest of your okay, life. Okay, you're right. There There's two.
2: <laughs> okay, two out of 30. So anyway, four. we're on 20. <laughs> um, one tenth. 21, go on a juice cleanse. I actually feel like I'd like to try that at some point.
1: Go uh, on a juice cleanse. I mean, it would be interesting. does yeah. Then that make like diarrhea a lot? I mean,
2: yeah, but it's a cleanse. So
1: afterwards you feel better. I don't
0: know. <laughs> You'd rather see I'm, Tom Brady
1: win? No, I'd probably do that. I okay. mean, it'd be healthy. It'd be good for me. That would benefit yeah. me. Yeah. Uh,
0: that's like, how you love Some thing.
1: of these are, like, good for you. Yeah, like, that's good for you. Run an
2: ultra marathon, do a juice cleanse, jump off, a, off cliff. a cliff. Stick your head in a
1: deep fryer. <laughs>
2: Have your See this is, like I said I have this a is, bloody this every day. This for the is rest you know that life.
1: meme? You know that meme where it's like the coffee and it's like <laughs> I like my coffee dark, it's like kill everybody and you're like too dark and they pour the creamer and it's like people stink, you're like much better. This is like a schizophrenia person writing these. Um, every other one's really bad. Twenty-two
2: is have your car break down in the interstate. Yeah, that would I I that'd be fine. My car breaks down anywhere else. Anyway. <laughs>
1: Like, do I get, have I, have I safely pulled over or yeah. am I like creating a traffic jam? Yeah,
2: it doesn't matter.
1: No, that does matter.
2: Well, somebody could come and help you or you could push the car off to the side. You're just going to
1: get out of your car in the it, interstate and be like, I'm going to push my car. If I get hit by a car, that's number 17 on the list. Yeah, so they work together.
0: <laughs> Free to I mean, wish I guess that's not did. that big
1: a deal. Actually, I had broken down on the interstate once. My yeah. dad had to come tell me. So oh, that's nice. Yeah. But I was able to get to the median. Good. So I was safe.
2: Bite my tongue over and over. No, no. No, that
1: sounds awful. I... It depends on how That's many... one of my biggest fears. It L- depends. Low-key... I don't think tongue. I've ever told you this. Biting my tongue off. Ooh. Like, I'd be scared to death to, like, fall, and, like, you crunch so hard it comes off. That's scary as H. That's just... I don't think I've ever told you that, but... Yeah, wow. That'd be terrifying. Hmm. I don't even know if they can reattach that. I'm sure they can.
2: It grows back.
1: It grows back? Yeah. Are we lizard people now? <laughs> God. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, you learn something new every day.
2: Um, get a sunburn on your butt. Huh. That's an interesting one. How severe? I don't know. I feel like if it's sunburn, it's it would have to hurt.
1: Yeah, but, it's not you know, like you put some aloe cream on I it. I agree. That would feel nice. Aloe on your butt. I don't know if it would feel nice, but... <laughs> <laughs> that means I was confident enough to like, do is... something naked or aloe? wear like, a sexy banana hammock. I'm like, hey, banana hammock. look at me. My
2: package. Oh, why don't we make a bet that the loser had to wear a bet, Hannah hammock one well, day on
1: the We can do that. <laughs> uh,
2: um, make a bet about the Super Bowl. Yeah, I don't know. Have to speak without using "e's." What does that even mean? Well, so I have to be used like used an
1: "e." What does that even mean, man? No, like you no, I couldn't even say "even." Can't
2: have you can't what, say words? What, what then?
1: That does No, man. no, 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 man, you
2: can't. Have you can't say words that
1: have the letter e? Yeah, or you just can't pronounce no. No, no, the no e's. you can't. You
2: cannot use words that have the letter e.
1: That's like almost all words, not all words, I, but I just, an overwhelming The whole sentence majority. that I said to you
2: did not have the letter e in it, so it possible. Mm, it's possible.
0: I would do not. It. I would do it. No,
2: you wouldn't. Be chased by a clown. That could be fun. I told you.
1: <laughs> I told you my whole thing about wanting to be hunted.
2: So. Yeah guys, Josh has this little bit of a fetish about being hunted. It's I don't know weird. if it's a fetish. I don't it's get weird. I don't get excited. Oh no. Sexually.
1: Weird. Well, are you sure? I don't know. I've never actually done it.
2: You should try it. Not that I've ever had it, but
1: I don't know. Yeah, I would uh I would get chased by a clown.
2: I don't think I would I think I would say no. <laughs> I don't think I would let that happen.
1: I think it'd be really exciting. I'd be freaky. Do I get to have a friend with me?
2: I don't know. Well if that's the case then yeah, let's get chased by a clown together.
1: Oh, like, I actually wouldn't pick you. Hey!
2: (laughs) Asshole. I'm sorry, I wouldn't. Anyway, I think that's the worst swear word we've said on an episode. Anyway, get braces again.
1: Yeah, I feel like I could actually use that. I wouldn't
2: do it. Uh, Have you even had braces? No. Never eat at Taco Bell again. Yeah, I'd do that. I feel like it'd be helpful for me, too. Get a juice cleanse, never eat at Taco Bell. (laughs) (laughs) Both give you diarrhea. (laughs) Wow. Drop your phone in a toilet. I've never done that. I've done it like
1: three times. (laughs) I've learned a lot about you from
0: this. Nope,
2: nope.
1: I mean, just one time? Yeah, I don't care. I'll do that and they can lose. Throw yourself down a flight of stairs. What? God. (laughs) I'd do it. No. I would. I don't think I would. That's the last one. What is the definition of a flight? It
2: says a flight of stairs. Yeah, but
1: is there like... Is there like a dictionary definition that means I flight? Let's, let's I up. mean, is it like three, like there are some that are like four steps. And I was like, okay, I'll fall down that. Okay. But I'm not going to like go to the mall of America. And
2: a flight of steps is usually defined as an uninterrupted series of stairs. So literally it could be three, it could be 10. Well, yeah, I guess
1: if I'm finding the loophole, then sure. I'll fall down three steps. Yeah. Okay. I'll
2: throw, I'll throw it. I'll put the limit at 15. I will throw myself oh my a of 15 steps to see the Patriots
1: not win again. Okay. Wow. Ooh. Well, after that, I don't even want to talk about my cold reads. That's just, nothing is going to happen. That was fun. That was, that was fun. <laughs> like I said, very odd severities, levels of, I'm a little concerned about this author.
2: Yeah, me too. I didn't realize, I didn't read them all 30 of them until that moment, so. Yeah. Do you have any cold reads or do you really just not?
1: I kind of had like more like kind of over under things. Okay. But like I was gonna like.
2: Do you want wait? Do you want them to be like we talk about them? Do you want to do five second questions because I have some of those too.
1: Well, uh, let's but just make it that.
2: Okay. You go first because I just did. I asked you a bunch of questions. First. Okay.
1: Um, more touches: Sony Michelle or James White? Sony Michelle.
2: Oh, and I it's like wow.
1: I'm really surprised you said that I, I, this so is, this so rapidly. This is why too.
2: well, it's a five second question. This is why I like it, because it forces you to go with what your gut was.
1: Okay. You know what I mean? Now I really want to talk about something else. Yeah, I'm gonna make this a part of a cold read though. Okay. Now that you answered that way, is he more productive with his touches than James White?
2: No, I, I think I was gonna say I think it's a matter of I just think that I think that he'll get more touches because I think it's more of a let's try to run the ball kind of game. Uh, even though even though the Rams have such a great front, I think their front is what's going to hurt their pass game. So they're going to have to run the ball with Michelle just try to neutralize the pass rush. Okay. Um, and I think that McVeigh excuse me, and Wade Phillips are going to key in on, on James White knowing that he's been such a big producer in terms of catches. So I don't think he'll have nearly as many catches as he did the last time. And he's not going to... And Michelle's going to get at least 15 They carries. did
1: struggle against the Kamara and the yeah. Flats. I, again, I'm,
2: I, again, I think that... Michelle's going to get at least 15 carries. Okay. So.
1: The other one I wanted to say, and I'll just cap it off at this and let you do yours, and then we'll get into our, our predictions. Mm-hmm. Does a quarterback win the Super Bowl MVP? No. Cool. All right.
2: Uh, all right. I've got four of them. Okay. We're going to go quick. Let's do it. Will McVay coach for another team in his career? No. Is this Tom Brady's last Super Bowl? Yes. Has, all right. How many touchdowns does Todd Gurley score? Who's your best friend? Adam. Yes. Friend. <laughs> 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 yep, those are my... Okay. Yeah. Here we go. So, here's 20... my thing. Okay. Are we gonna... So, we're gonna... Do, I'm gonna do score. We'll do score. And okay. I'm gonna, like, see how I see the game going, too. Okay. Do we wanna... I'm gonna... I have a friend's fortune. Do we wanna do it classic? Because we haven't done oh, it that yeah. way in a while. Oh, yeah. Let's do okay. it. Okay, because I have a friend's fortune. All right, so... Do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? You can go first. All right. So, I really thought about this. Monday, if we would have recorded this Monday or Tuesday, I would have said confidently the Patriots are going to win. I've never picked them before, and I'm not starting now. the The Rams are going to win the Super Bowl, and i thought about this because and, and and I'm glad we took all week. I'm glad we're recording today and Friday. Um, I'm really glad we're recording today because I've had time to think about it as an analyst and not as a fan who doesn't want to see the Pats win and mm-hmm. it's going to be rooting for the Rams. Yeah. The biggest reason why the Giants beat the Pats twice interior pass rush up the middle. They have Aaron Donald and yeah. Indomin Sued, two of the. One of them is hands down the best in the NFL, and the other one, one of the very best as well. Right there up the middle, and then. One of the most underrated trades of the year, Dante Fowler late in the year. Yeah. The the fifth round pick or third round pick for him to take him from Jacksonville made the great pressure on the Drew Brees pick. Yeah. And over time, the victory is just that pass rush right up the interior, right up the middle is going to be shoved right back into Tom Brady's face all day long. And especially in key moments in the fourth quarter, I think.
1: I actually, I'm sorry, I don't want to cut you off. Yeah. I have a statistic about that. Well, about Do what? you know this the pass rush? No. Or the the three Super Bowls that Tom Brady's lost have been the teams that have had over 100 QB hits. Wow. The Rams have over 100 All QB right. hits. Well, see, like I said,
2: I really have sat down and tried to think about this as an analyst. Yes. Yeah. So, and then I'm looking at it as the Patriots have have been outscored in Super Bowls with Tom Brady and Bill Belichick 28-3 to in the first quarter.
1: Mm-hmm. They they're, are notorious for their slow they starts. They have
2: not scored a touchdown. So I think the very first drive, the Rams are going to start with the football, and they're going to march all the way down the field. Todd Gurley is going to score right up Was the middle.
1: That, did, that conti- did that trend continue last year? Yeah. Okay, I don't They've I, only,
2: They've only ever scored a field goal. They scored a field goal last okay, year. Okay, okay.
1: They I, had, thought, I thought it was broken for some reason, they had but it, I just Well, no, no, because
2: last year the, the big thing was that they had never scored at all in the first quarter, but they kicked a field goal last oh, year. So okay. they've still never scored a touchdown. Okay. Uh, So I think the Rams are going to score a touchdown. Todd Gurley rushing right up the middle on their very first drive. They're, this first quarter is going to end 10 0 Rams, and then there's going to be some scoring. At halftime, it's going to be 17 10 Patriots, and then heading into the half. Yeah, it's at the halftime, so they're going to score 17 on answer, and we're going to be like, oh, here we go. The Patriots. Uh, but then the Patriots are going to come out in the second half. There's going to be a turnover because of the interior pass rush. Todd Gurley, or uh, Robert Woods, is going to score a touchdown pass from uh, Jared Goff. And I'm going to be like, I miss you, Robert. Underrated receiver. It's going to be 17 17. And then into the, after a bunch of stuff, it's going to go all the way into the fourth quarter. The score is going to be 34 31 Patriots with a minute left to go. Wow. Jared Goff is going to lead his team all the way down the field. And Todd Gurley is going to score the game-winning touchdown with 10 seconds left on the clock. And then Tom Brady is going to try to throw a Hail Mary and get strip-sacked. <laughs> Game over. Rams win. It's the same ending. Rams win 38-34. All right.
1: I'm not going to map it out
2: like that. <laughs> I, got, I got really into that. I, uh, none of that was going
1: to happen. That was a little bit uh, difficult for me to follow. <laughs> <sighs> I'm picking New England.
0: Oh no!
1: I have no. I've bet against them at every point this postseason. <sighs> I can't do it again.
2: You know, I that was gonna be it. I was gonna be my reason. I was gonna say exactly that.
1: And the reason I'm saying that isn't because they've. I mean, they did dominate the Chargers, who I think. We've said it numerous times, at least I have. I still think it's true. I think they have the most complete roster in the NFL. They weren't able to get it turned on in that game, unfortunately. It wasn't as exciting as we wanted it to be. They gave the Chiefs everything they had, and whether or not we talk about those mistakes or whatnot, Brady capitalized on the opportunity, Mm -hmm. and you've seen why Brady and Belichick are Brady and Belichick. Los Angeles is definitely... The more talented team. You can't argue that. I don't think there should be anyone in the country that argues that Los Angeles is not more
2: talented. And I feel like most people
1: wouldn't. But Brady and Belichick have been here eight times before. They have been in the championship game how many times? They've been in these big key moments and they know how to handle it. Mm -hmm. And the Rams haven't. And I said it and and, a... Obviously, the Rams won the championship game, Mm -hmm. but they started off on that extremely slow start. Mm -hmm. And I said it to you. We were texting. I said, they haven't been here. I suspect there's going to be one more bad drive, and then they're going to click. And that was the fake punt drive, which that – so that kick-started it. But I I wasn't too far off when I said that. I'd say you're right. And so I think that inexperience is just going to catch up with them a little bit. Okay. Um, with that being said, I think the final score is going to be 27 to 35. Okay. So it is going to be a one possession game. Okay. I don't know exactly who's going to have the ball at the end. I don't know if the Rams will have the shot or whatnot. I hope the heck that I'm wrong. I hope that you can hold this over me and be like, I was dead right. And I want to make a bet that we do something embarrassing and I will gladly do it and be wrong. I don't want
2: to be wrong. I've been wrong too much this year.
1: (laughs) Um, but yeah, I, I'm going to pick New England. I
2: I will say this. So we posted on our simultaneous catch Facebook, every single person picked the Rams. Cool. It's 100% on the Rams.
1: So it means Charlie hasn't seen it.
2: (laughs) There, there are over 10 people who voted. That's I know that's not a high number. I
1: think that's cool. But
2: there, there are 10 plus people who voted. Every
1: single person said the Rams were going to win. So, so you don't want to make the bet. You were walking around work today and I was going to be like, I'll take a bet. But then I was like, that's going to give away who I'm going to It think, was a very so. silly bet that I made at work, but well, Jill said we she We can do donuts, donuts. or if you want me to wear a thong any, on the have boat, have I'll have do it mo- a flaunt in well, front the little, little I ladies. Want you to, I
2: want you to do that, but I, there is no way I'd be comfortable doing that Okay, well, uh,
1: if, if you buy me donuts, then I will do that if that's what you would like. You can pick something embarrassing. I don't care.
2: I want to make a bet because it's fun, but I don't because I always lose.
1: Oh, come on. I've, I've, I've never won a bet against you. That's not
2: true. I've won maybe one. And I think you I won was, a few. I think it was the $1 bet on Ryan Fitzpatrick and Mike Evans winning me a fantasy football No,
1: game. you won, like I, I told you, Cleveland wouldn't beat Baltimore earlier this year. And yeah, did. but I didn't like win anything. They gave you $5. Oh, that's
2: right. You did give me $5 but <laughs> I didn't say that. Um...
1: Well, we don't have to decide, you that. We don't decide bet, that if so. we want to. Maybe I owe you dinner to we'll yeah. I owe you a case of yeah, cherry so Pepsi. Yeah, so that's not a big bet. I will I will give you until uh, until the game starts okay. to do this if you want All to. Right. And then we'll talk All about right. it on air All next right. week. But I will say this to wrap up my comments. Okay. If I'm right, okay. I think Tom Brady, and he says he's not, but he has to retire because of this. Okay. The story arc. It's I mean, beautiful. It, just, it makes sense. This is the team that he got his start. Yeah, they they beat this high flying prolific offense to go back and do it again. All these years later, I feel like you have to call it quit. That's a storybook.
2: I agree. I will say this though, and this was gonna be they were gonna be. I I came up with a spiel for both teams to win because I want to be prepared in the moment. I'm in the moment kind of guy. The three things I was gonna say about the Pats were. They're going to win one because I bet against them this whole time. <laughs> uh, two because of Tom Brady, and the third was because I had a dream last night. Well, actually, this this one's against them winning, but I I wanted to make this point. I had a dream last night that they lost Sunday and won next year. That's weird. I I know it's weird.
1: Last night, never mind. <laughs> I want to be wrong about that though. Last night, I had a dream where I went. On a date with the person I knew in elementary school. Is she hot? Yes, she's very, very pretty. What's her name? I'm not going to say that. Why? Because it's not important. <laughs> Anyways, everybody. Super Bowl 53. Oh, man. Here we go. Oh, what a good episode. Here we go. Thank you guys so much for listening. Yeah, really. Uh, make sure you like, share, comment. Please ask us
2: questions. Uh, be a guest on our show. We know we're going to have a lot more guests in the offseason to talk about your teams we're gonna get Mike back on Corwin Charlie uh, my cousin James is a big Browns fan. fans gonna be on Hopefully. Um, but we'd love to give a bunch of, get a bunch of different fans takes so if you're a fan of a team that we haven't really talked about a lot or and there there are there are plenty of other teams uh please come be on our show if you even if, even if you don't think that you know a lot about football or as much as Josh and I do we'd still love to have you uh, make sure you check out the Pocket Podcast Network that we're on. Some great things happening there. I do also want to give a shout out. Um, did I do this last week? What about my friends Kayla and and Haley. So uh, my good friends Kayla Muldoon and Haley Schrager, who I graduated Point Park with, started a new podcast called uh, Tired but Inspired or Inspired but Tired. Okay. Um, it's one of the way uh, one of the ways, but it's I like the it first way. It's really know. cool. But what they do—Hopey Girls did the first one. What they do is their podcast is they they talk about different people from history and from the world today that really inspire them. In a, we're in a world where we're all pretty tired and and like hurting from you know the current political state and horrible things that happen in our world today, they just talk about things that are really inspiring and cool. Cool. Uh, it's a really great podcast. Check it out. They're on—I know they're on Spotify and I think they're on Google Play now. I don't think they're on iTunes. Um, but yeah, check them out. They're really, really good, and I'll Heck tag yeah. them. I'll, I'll tag them in our post on on Twitter and Facebook. But
1: uh, yeah, it's a good
2: podcast. You should check it out. Awesome. Anything else you want to say, buddy?
1: Hey, this is uh, this is what football is all about. So you guys go out and enjoy it. Uh, get your favorite Super Bowl snacks. This is our Super Bowl.
2: Oh wait, I'm so glad you said that. God.
1: There is one more thing I wanted to say, because I found
2: this tweet on well, before I came over here.
1: Uh, We're over time. Hurry up.
2: It's fine. It's a Super Bowl episode. Um, if we had legitimate
1: producers. They'd be yelling at us.
2: This is, here are the most popular Super Bowl snacks in every state. I'm going oh, to, I have seen this. I'm going to tag. I didn't
1: know what it was. I'm
2: going to tag this on our thing. Just so you know, Pennsylvania is chicken wings. Boring. The most. How's that a snack? The most interesting one is, I don't know what state this is, but it's Irish stew. What state is that? I think it's Iowa. Oh, that, that's what I was going to say, Iowa, and I'm like, oh, of course it's Iowa. I, there's a state where I think it's South Dakota. It's cupcakes. What do you mean you think it's South Dakota? Is that South Dakota? Yeah. I was right. I'm bad at geography. <laughs> broccoli cheese soup is, uh, is that Nevada? No, it's.
1: What? Which one? This
2: box one that says broccoli cheese soup. No,
1: that's Nevada. What is that? I, that's, uh like. It's the boxiest state. Yeah, I actually it's don't know rectangle. that one I'm off the top of my mind. That's Utah, so whatever's next to Utah, I don't know. Regardless, they're broccoli cheese soup. How uh, are these snacks? That's what I said.
2: First of all, also, uh, is that Alaska? No, Hawaii's is football cupcakes.
1: Did you literally just say about Hawaii, is that Alaska? They okay. don't even look the same.
2: First of all, they're they're at the bottom, <laughs> and I got really confused. Uh, Alaska's is nachos. Um, my funniest, The funniest thing is that... Uh, Arizona is a state, right? <laughs> <laughs> I,
0: got so good. I got so worried.
2: I There's your fourth favorite piece of audio. Yeah. They're cake. Just cake. <laughs> just cake. Oh. I like cake. There are three other. Uh, These are weird. There are four other states that cake is it. Whatever that state is, it's just cake.
1: That's Montana. No, it might uh, be Montana. I no, don't know. Montana's lentil soup.
2: That's weird. I can't believe I missed that one. Salads. <laughs> okay. This is Nevada. Okay. No, New, that's New Mexico. This right? is New Mexico. What's this? Is this no, that's not Nevada. I I don't know. They're cake.
1: Now you're confusing me. But regardless, I think me, that's funny. funny.
2: But uh, yeah, uh, tweet us some of your favorite snacks if you want. Post it on a thing. But again, I'm, I'm glad you said snacks. Continue. I'm sorry. Why are you friends with me?
1: Because I love you. All right, everybody. Well, with that being said, enjoy Super Bowl 53. Whether or not you are a fan of the Rams, whether or not you are a fan of the New England Patriots. Or another team that didn't make it. Just enjoy the day. Uh, Sit with some friends. Enjoy the commercials. uh, Cry at some of them.
2: Maroon 5's playing.
1: Spongebob will be there. It's going to be a great time. And we hope you enjoy it. Oh, okay. Now you got to have your little snack thing. I'm going to do mine. Here is the uh, five-second answer. Is Gladys? Is it Gladys? Gladys Knight or is it Gladys? Gladys? I don't, I don't know. know what you're talking Gladys about. Knight. She's like the. She's going to be singing the national anthem. Okay. And the error is an over under whether or not her national anthem is going to be longer than two minutes and forty five seconds. Yes or no. Under. <laughs> I think it's going to be over. Under. Two to, minutes and forty five seconds. Do you remember when Aretha Franklin did First that? First of all, that's Aretha Franklin. <laughs> On oh, Thanksgiving. Over under. So oh, why don't
2: we go through all the prop bets? That would have been fun.
1: Everybody enjoy Super Bowl <laughs> fifty three. God bless.